This is Vinyl Analysis. I'm your host, Arch Madness. Along with me, producer Greg Hansberry. What up, Greg? Yo. Yo. Uh, Greg, did you know this? I'm going to mm-hmm. throw this out there and let me let me know what you think. Okay. Did you know that Vinyl Analysis right. is the podcast for 70s and 80s hard rock discussion? I've did heard you that know that before. Yes, okay. I did. Fair That's enough. great. Uh, today's show, Greg, I, I think you're going to like this. We'll, we'll see what the people think. The vinyl heads is what they... Uh, was that right? Was that what they call us? The, the people who listen to our show? The vinyl? No, because yeah. that doesn't make sense. Vinyl nuts? Yes. The discog geeks? <laughs> so here's the dilly. Yo. All right, by the way, this is show number 43. I counted today. Oh, that's yeah, we're getting up there. Right, right? So our 50th show, we should probably do something special. But we've got a lot of special just shows. Just get loaded and talk about rock and roll. Oh, I, wait, oh, we do that every time. That's called every episode. Now, today is a special show. This is a state of the vinyl address. Okay, now, okay. now, you know, no album per se, or really, there is no album, right? Period. Sure. And there is uh, no guest. It's me and you, man. Mano y mano. Right. And we're just going to talk shop here. And in fact, we have so many cool things on the horizon. I thought it would be a good idea to do a show like this. I also thought it'd be kind of cool to do a clip show, like the old uh, variety shows. But hey, but, 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 no, we don't need to do that yet. We don't need to do that yet. But I, I think this is one where we can just kind of tell people some of the things that we have uh, down the down the pipeline here. Because we have some really fun live recordings uh, later this month in September and then also next month in October. So, But let's kind of do some of, the, some of the fun things, some of the normal fun things that we do. Like, first off, what's on your table? What's on your table? I will let you start, Producer Greg. Well, you know, uh, I am a Lou Reed fan. Mm-hmm. I love my Lou Reed, the David, you know, David Bowie, that uh, that New York scene, you I know, feel the, the seventies. So I, I picked up a. Uh, it's just called Lou Reed Live. Lou Reed, easy for me to say. Lou. <laughs> I've only had one sip of my beer too. Right. Lou Reed Live. I've picked it up at Elizabeth's Records over there on uh, Indianola, right by Studio Thirty Five. Exactly where you're at. It's a cool, cool spot for you guys to dive. Uh, you know, dig in, get in there and get some. some. Yeah, right they, on. They normally have some great stuff. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, it's 1975 Lou Reed Live, and there's what I like about it is you know uh, Lou might have the uh, aroma of the 60s, like, you know, Velvet Underground or whatever. But in the 70s, he was fucking rocking the stage. His stage shows were incredible. And he would take these songs and rock them out for seven, eight, nine, ten minutes long. And uh, so this album is just cooking. There's only like four songs on the record. Right, man. And and it's got like uh, Waiting for My Man, all the hits. And uh, I know you like that one. No, (laughs) no. No, man, that's cool, and I, I know how much you dig on him. Yeah. So that's no, that's always cool when, when you find something like that, especially a live record. Sure. So it's just a completely different vibe what he was doing live. But the thing about it is his guitar player, and I just had to look this up. Let's his name is Steve Hunter, and like I said, they would just rock out for seven minutes, and he it's just it's just a fucking shredding jam, which wow. you don't necessarily think of Lou Reed. Well, I, I would like to maybe borrow this vinyl. Yes, please do. Uh, but as I was looking up the Steve Hunter, I found out that Uh-oh. he. Uh, after all of this with Lou Reed, he toured with the one and only Alice Cooper. What? Yeah. So Steve if that Hunter. gives you like kind of a vibe of what, yeah, uh, of what you know to expect. Oh, you don't play guitar with Alice unless no. you. I mean, that's unless you got the chops. You got it. So oh, that's cool, man. It's cool. It's you know, it's not take a walk on the wild side. Nothing wrong with that song, but it's it fucking rock and roll. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I'll have dude. to check that out. I'll have to check that out. There you go. What's uh, on your table? Well, what's Arch? on my table? Can I set the? Uh, I'm gonna set the table 
first, right? Because right? okay. you know I just can't do anything. Brevity is not my 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 main <laughs> thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take us about an hour and a half to watch sixty minutes here. I right? gotcha. <laughs> so this would have been after the uh, uh, the Brett Michaels and Lita Ford show. Good friend of the show and a knight of the rock table, uh, Doug Blessing. Doug. Right? So it was Doug and, and me, and, and there's a few other people there. Uh, his lovely wife and a friend named Joe. But anyway, we're all, we're all kind of sitting around. We uh, ended up at like 2 in the morning at a, a steak and shake in Grove City, okay? <laughs> okay. Imagine if you will. And we we, we Ubered everywhere. We I, I Ubered to the show. I we, we Ubered over to the steak and shake, and I Ubered my ass all the way back to Pataskala, which wasn't cheap. Well, but it's, it's better than, than a DUI. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, did you get what you ordered, the Frisco Melt? Uh, no, but I get that Frisco sauce. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a uh, I got a burger. It was like I think it was a I think it was like a mushroom and cheese thing. With the Frisco sauce. But I but yeah the Fris- I dip everything in that. Oh, God, My fingers. So but anyway. okay. So anyway, so we're really plowed, and we're here at <laughs> steak at shake. the steak and shake. Okay, so we're we're we're, we're messed up, and uh, we started talking about this Vinnie Vincent show and, and a little bit of history. You know who loves Ace Frehley more than this guy? Nobody. Th- nobody, man. But, you know, Ace brought the swag. He it was my favorite rock star, my first favorite rock star, my first idol, really, if you will. But Vinnie Vincent saved Kiss. You some of your favorite Kiss records are the Vinnie Vincent I records. I mean, Creatures of the Night, yeah. Lick It Up, you know, those those two in particular. Uh, he did write some other songs through, you know, it, we'll get to we'll talk about that on another day. But anyway, Vinnie Vincent for like the last, you know, 30 years or so, he's just he kind of went underground. He's just he's an odd odd bird. I mean, he you know, I think he filed for bankruptcy there after the whole Kiss thing went down. He was trying to get, because uh, he wrote a bunch of good songs with those guys, and trying to get money out of Kiss mm-hmm. or publishing rights out of Kiss would be like, you know, getting blood out of a turnip. Yeah, good as luck. As my grandma would say. <laughs> but anyway, Vinnie Vincent is going to do his first performance in 30 years. And guess where he's going to do it? Well, I already know you told me, but... Right. But just play dumb for the <laughs> oh, people at oh, home. Where, where? Where? He is going to do it in Graceland, in awesome. Memphis, man. Right? Awesome. At the home of Elvis. Love so it. he's playing at the Graceland Theater. There's a Friday and Saturday night show, and these are December 7th and December 8th, respectively. December 7th is sold out. They opened up another show on Saturday, and that's what Doug and I were discussing. And we were hammered. At and he's like, and shake. At the Steak and Shake, and he gets on his phone. Dipping your phone in the and in he's the like he goes sauce. he goes look man he goes here's the deal I'm just gonna kind of see what we can do here boom all right third row oh. for Saturday for the Saturday show Vinny Vincent and I was like do it and he did it I'm not gonna name the price <laughs> but but uh, Vinny this should help Vinny out a little bit this will take care of his cable bill there you go for a couple months right just what me and Doug just did <laughs> right so anyway we're going love it December eighth. To, to Memphis, to Graceland. That's going to be a hell of a road trip. And, and we're, we're going to go see Vinnie Vincent. So on my table, it's just I've just been revisiting all my Vinnie Vincent stuff. So the Kiss records that he appeared on, Creatures of the Night and Lick It Up. Got it. All right, A Million to One, still one of my favorite Kiss songs. Then he left and uh, when everything kind of blew up, and he started Vinnie Vincent's Invasion. Right. His first singer was a, a cat by the name of Robert Fleischman. Now, Robert Fleischman, see, I'm telling you, this is like rock history mm-hmm. for you. Robert Fleischman was the go-to guy before Steve Perry joined Journey. Yeah. Robert Fleischman is the one who wrote Wheel in the Sky. He wrote a couple other songs for them, right? And then they brought in, he didn't like tour anything with them. He might have done a few shows, but then they brought uh, Steve Perry in, and then the rest is history. 
when that took off. So he's got the street so, cred. So Vinny sure. Vincent and, and Robert Fleischman did this first record together, and that kind of uh, they, that broke off. And then he got a new singer by the name of Mark Slaughter, who was on the second Vinny Vincent Invasion album called All Systems Go. And then they broke up, and then the two of the dudes from Vinny Vincent went and formed Slaughter and sold a million records. Right. But, and then that was a bad, that was even a worse breakup. He hates, he, Vinny Vincent and Mark Slaughter, that ain't good. Like, Roger Waters and David Gilmore think that their relationship is uncomfortable. That's where we're at with <laughs> okay, that, all okay, right? Yeah. So so anyway, I've just been on an absolute Vinnie Vincent uh, kick, cool. and it's, it's been awesome. And he's a shredder. He yes, was he was that yeah. way. And, and, and really, it, it is almost, it's a bit campy at times, the Vinnie Vincent records, just because, blah, 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 you know, right, I mean, Yngwie, right, right, right. Malmsteen's like, dude, slow down. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's over the top. But I, I love it so much, and he's he's written really some of the some of the better songs from from that era in the '80s. Go ahead, bro. Well, and does he does he have new material out? Like, what's he gonna I be playing? He's and it was very. He had like a he had like this. Um, he just he's he's different. He says at this, and he was at a Kiss convention when this all went down. I, I want to say it was one in Nashville. It was down south. This guy who is putting on this promoter who's putting on this show in December at Graceland is the guy that kind of pulled uh, Vinny out of his hiding. To, to do this appearance. And Vinny says that he's been playing seven hours a day still. Tons wow. and tons of songs. And and he has written some really, really cool songs. Songs that, you know, Kiss fans and and heavy metal fans will remember from mm -hmm. the 80s. He, he wrote some really, really cool songs. And uh, anyway, so I've just been on an absolute Vinny Vincent kick. And I'm really looking forward uh, to that show in December. And, and here's the thing. And I'll close with this. It, Doug even said, after we got the tickets and everything, he goes, dude, check this out. There's an FAQ uh, when, where I ordered the tickets. And it's like, you know, the frequently asked questions. And one of those questions was, hey, dude, did you get Vinny to sign on the dotted line that he is going to show up? One of those, I mean, because we're all <laughs> right, like, right, well, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not going to happen. You're going to drive all the way down to Memphis. And, right, uh, right. No we're, we're chasing Bigfoot. When it comes to, to Vinny, everything's Have you ever seen blurry. Him live at all? Ever? Vinny Vincent? Yeah. No. no. Okay. Now okay. Doug has. Okay. Doug was able to see Vinny Vincent Invasion. He saw the second go around, not Robert Fleischman. Okay. But he saw the one with with Mark Slaughter and cool. them. And, okay. I, and okay. I, I didn't I didn't get to see that. And, and the stuff with Kiss was just so quick. And I mean, they toured mm -hmm. uh, for Creatures of the Night over in Europe, and it just failed miserably in Australia. I forget where they were. They were across the sea, and it just failed miserably. They came back. They did lick it up. And that's really where he saved Kiss was the Lick It Up album. We always talk about Kiss on this show, yeah, don't we? Yeah, it always but comes comes back to Kiss. It does. Oh, and you know what? Let me throw this out there. The Kulos, Josh and Angie, right. want me to kind of cool my heels a little bit on the uh, Greta Van Fleet talk. Uh-oh. <laughs> but that's the beauty of Greta Van Fleet. It, it fires everybody up. It does, yeah. Either you love I love it them. or shut the hell mm -hmm. up about it. Yeah. But uh, So anyway, the things I talk a lot about is uh, Kiss on this show and Greta Van Fleet and Iced Earth. Let's be honest. Yeah, we haven't those had are, a good Ice Earth conversation well, in a while. Uh, I've got some good stories. Okay. I'm going to save those for episodes uh, down the down okay. the road because John Schaefer does have some things uh, he's working on. But go ahead. Now, have you ever been to Memphis or Graceland specifically? No. Now my wife has. Yeah. Is Her she going parents, with you or no? No, she said no. <laughs> and I even asked Doug. I said, "Hey, is it cool if like you know we get a room or whatever, and if it has a, a pool, and my wife and kids, she'll just do their thing, but I'm going to bring them." And she's like, "Archie, I'm not going." To, to Memphis in December. Just so you can yeah, and then she told then Oh, yeah. And then she's like, yeah, and it's two weeks before Christmas, Arch. Yeah. And all this other, I mean, dude, it was laid on pretty thick. 
but you know about six scoops that i don't give a shit i'm going to see vinnie vincent at graceland if it affects my family life and my home life it could this really could she's she's awful good to me so uh, but, yes. she, but she's gonna let me go so anyway yeah and i said she is gonna let me go so that's the truth that's how you stay married for Thanks, 22 honey. years yeah you just you just do what she says, and then every once in a while she'll let you go to see Vinnie Vincent. And then when she shows up with a bag full of TJ Maxx uh, home goods, uh, exactly. you just keep your mouth shut. I don't say mm-hmm. a damn thing, and it would look great in my man cave. Oh my <laughs> God, is that a pineapple? Why the hell would I want a pineapple? Lamp? Thanks, honey. But I'll take it. Anyway, so Love that's it. that. So yeah, Vinnie Vincent, all about Vinnie Vincent. And I'm sure uh, here in a few weeks uh, when we get the new episode, when we have Doug Blessing on, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to revisit that whole <laughs> that whole night, that fateful night at the Steak and Shake in, I can, in Grove City. I've been City. in that situation before. I, I think know, man. It, it's one of those, all good evenings uh, end well, at, and, at a and, drunken Steak and Shake. And, and the Vinny Vincent thing, and you can put this to anybody that you that you guys like. I mean, it, where everyone kind of has this 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 rocker that you like. But it's just, it's always so, it's the elusiveness of this person or sure. the flakiness of this artist. Yeah. Who are, it's just, they're, they're, they got tons of genius, but you just never know what you're going to get. It's very combustive. And, and that's been Vinny. And he just flat out disappeared for 30 years. I mean, I'm not even shitting you, man. He was gone. Yeah. He was gone. And uh, so it, this, it's, it's kind of exciting. And it, we talk about, you know, you're talking about Lou Reed, you're talking about Bowie. And I, and, and I would never those guys are on the on the Mount Rushmore of rock and roll and I'm not going to throw Vinnie Vincent into that but a lot of these guys and some of the shows we're going to talk about that 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 came to Ohio over, over this summer and some of the guys that that I went and saw and we're going to discuss man they don't have much longer whether it's right. whether it's touring or just in general man yeah, yeah. you know these guys are getting older yep. and, and and I just I want to see him man I, I don't want to make the mistake again of not going to see somebody absolutely you know yep uh, yeah I, 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 I did the same thing with lou uh he, he, you know he never toured never toured he came to Lollapalooza like 2009 i want to say something like that right and uh i bought a Lollapalooza ticket just to see lou because i needed to check it off my bucket list and you know sure enough probably you know six years later he, he kicked the bucket but right you know he's not like uh i don't know dylan i love dylan but He's old, but he tours all the fucking time. He's right. a nonstop. Exactly. Machine. It's more of a. Yes. It's more elusive yes. to get that. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about Jeff Lynne. You know, I know this is the seventies and eighties hard rock discussion. Don't don't even. But but I'm just saying. You know what I mean? He's one of those ones where I have buddies who are just huge. My sisters, mm-hmm. huge ELO fans. But you know, he'll do a show in New York. He'll do a show at the at the at the Hollywood Bowl, and then then he then That's he it. gone. It's not sticks coming through yeah. every state yes. fair, right? Every summer, yeah. you think Ario and Sticks will tour? <laughs> Dude, Ario sold out that show in Dayton. Did you see that? No, I believe Kevin it. Kevin Cronin, though. man, that I son of a bitch it. brings it. Yeah, they, they just those sticks and Ario fans. They, and I've seen them a bunch of times. I love those guys. Both Dude, those bands. It's such a fun concert. And but they they. But they, part of the fun is because they're always around. They're you always can around. Go and you just fun, know yes. what you're getting. You know you can get shit face on Bud Light and enjoy the show. Absolutely. And you're not going to witness history. You can just have out, out having a good fucking time. This is vinyl analysis, and and this is the podcast for '70s and '80s hard rock discussion. Uh, the Spotify playlist. It is a nice accompaniment to uh, vinyl analysis episodes. Uh, search for Archie Vinyl Analysis. So and we'll, remember to do um, that, gang. We'll, we're we're going to make a playlist to accompany this episode. Really? We'll Even some, this one? Yeah, yeah put some Vinny on there. We'll put some Vinny. The Lou Reed. What if they have that one, that some of that live shit you're talking about? Probably do. not. No, do they have they that do. record yeah, on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll hear what I'm talking about. You know, these 10-minute just jam 
solos. I can't love wait, it. man. I love it. I just, you know, I'll just start playing. Get everybody to bed. This is what I do. Get everybody to bed. Yeah. Throw some vinyl on, mm-hmm. and then just uh, start playing Madden. The new Madden. <laughs> it's so hard. The Who's new on the Madden. cover? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. It's a Stealer. You know it's a Stealer. It's Antonio I, Brown. Oh, uh, is it? I don't. I didn't. I, yeah, he's on there. So. It, whatever right. it, but it's okay. hard this year's uh madden is very hard so just remember that if you All decide right. to buy it but uh yeah man i can't <laughs> wait to hear that shit that's gonna be awesome now right. we need to kind of morph into uh, some of the concerts some of these latest shows now i remember at the last nights of the rock table uh, we talked about the faster pussycat show we talked about uh, jack russell's great white that uh, you know kevin and doug that we all kind of attended uh, the night ranger show that was some of the things that we, we discussed but since then I mean, there has been some serious rock and roll shows, and uh, brother, I've been there. Yeah. I went. You got around this summer. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got around. No, no, it makes sense. I mean, it's like you're saying, it's football season. It's starting to chill, you know, getting a little chilly. Yeah. It's the end of the summer concert Is that bum you out a little bit? It bums mm-hmm. me out, especially this run I've been on. So, uh, Priest and Purple kicked uh. off their tour in Cincinnati, Ohio. Priest went on first. A good friend of the show, Mike Dorsey, and myself went to uh, to Riverbend there in Cincinnati and, and saw the show. Now, I, I will be honest. Priest went on first. Okay. And it was phenomenal. Now, no no tipped and no downing. We all know the, that story and everything. And, and, and God bless uh, Glenn Tipton mm-hmm. and everything that, uh, that he's going through. But uh, it, it's... I, I like Richie Faulkner, the the, the guitarist uh, that they have now, the main, one of the main dudes right now, and and was a big part of this last record, Firepower, uh, for Judas Priest. That's I thought what I was going to ask. They I got a new they record were, out. Yeah. I thought they were phenomenal. I, and, and and Rob is Rob Halford. He's the metal god, man. Sure. And he's still at, at his age. He still sounds really, he really good. He can bring good. it. He brings it, Just man. His presence on stage has got to yeah. be fucking cool. And and that's the thing. That's why you go and see Priest and Purple, because here we go again. And I got news for you. As old as the guys are in Judas Priest, the guys in Deep Purple were buying them beer back in the day. <laughs> I mean, that's how, I mean, you know, my goodness. Yeah. And uh, we didn't stick around. We stuck around for about three or four songs of Purple, just because it was a weeknight. And I'll be honest with you. And and you need to ask Mike Dorsey about this. When Priest was done, that crowd was wiped. Like it was that I, intense. I had heard that they're going to kind of go back and forth on. Who I was going to say sometimes they flip flop around, right? I, I don't. I think that might be the way to go. Some of these nights, I would almost rather see Purple first, just so Warm I can see. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying they don't rock because sure, sure. and Ian Gillen, God bless him. That dude's seventy years old, man. Well, and and but he he sounded great. I thought it was a great show. People have been kind of bagging on his vocals over the last few years, but I, I thought the show sounded great. You know, the, I'm my uh, nomaker, my nickname for the Knights of the Rock Table is uh, oh, yeah. Duke Blackmore of, uh, of Purple, Purple Deep. Deep. So obviously, I have uh, I love Deep Purple. My dad got me into it. But Richie Blackmore is my dad's favorite guitarist. Well, you mean your dad have a lot in common? Exactly. He's the greatest, Mr. <laughs> Hansberry, and we, you and <laughs> I both know this. That pops. He is the greatest. But you don't have uh, you don't have Blackmore on tour with him. No. You don't have uh, is it Lord the keyboard well, he, player? He's passed, passed, passed away. So so you got Roger Glover, you got Ian Gillen, and Ian Pace. And the uh, Ian Pace is the drummer, yes, right? Yes, and uh, my dad's a drummer, and he claims that. Ian Pace he's, is he's one, one of the best, best rock is, drummers of all is, time, too. So you you go in just to see these people, but when half the band 
specifically band like Deep Purple where it's the key, the organ, the keyboard man, and then those guitar licks. Well, let's, yes, and as awesome uh, as Pace is, yeah. and, 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 and Gillum with sure. the vocals over the years, don't get me wrong, but John dude. Lord, dude, John yeah. Lord and Richie yeah. are the heart and soul yeah. of that. Yeah. And, and and if Richie would have been there, uh, Dorsey and I would have got a hotel sure. room. Yeah, trust Absolutely. me, trust me. Uh, that's and I that's, doesn't. Do, I've never seen him. Yeah. I've never seen Richie. Does he even he's go and do his own he, thing somewhere? He's reformed a version of uh, of Rainbow. Right, right. Okay. And uh, and he has a singer named Ronnie Romero who is phenomenal, and I love Ronnie a lot. I, I hope they come over to the states, but that uh, I don't know. I don't know. You talk about elusive. Sure. You want to talk about bucket list? Yeah. I, I honest Richie. to God, I just I gotta see Richie, and I have just I. Yep. No, it just mm-hmm. it was never in the cards, and the guy is he, he just he you can know. call his own shots, you know. Yeah, he can, and he can just you know write like whatever that music was there with his wife. Oh, I don't even know phenomenally that. hot. Yeah. yeah, but he does the medieval music and <laughs> oh, stuff. Okay. And, well, like, which well, I have buddies who've gone to see it, and that's how they went and saw Richie and said it was a great show. And then they do, he closes with smoke on the water or I whatever. Don't, I don't star. think so. I do not <laughs> think he was doing that, man. I don't think he was doing that. It was very dilly dilly. I don't think he was, yeah, nothing dilly like that. Dilly. Right, right. But uh, Priest was phenomenal, and then, uh, and, and, and purple was good, man. Sure, it was good. But like I said, we were. We're. But I was going to tell you, like, so in between priest and purple, like Dorsey and I walk out into like where, like the concession area there at Riverman, and like people are just laying. It looked like a Civil War battlefield <laughs> painting. I mean, people were just laying around, man. It's like it's like holy shit. There's no way these people are going to make it through purple. There's no way they're going to make it. And it did. It kind of lessened a little bit. You could tell. And we, like I said, we lasted about four or five songs, and then we we. Sure. We head back on seventy one. You know, four or five purple songs still. It was awesome, man. No, long. no, no. It was it was it was super Love super it. cool. Now and the crazy thing was that next day. This is another reason we left early. You went on a bender, man. That next oh dude, it gets crazier because I haven't even told you about hanging out with Don Dockin yet. Nope. So that next day was Def Leppard and Journey, and thank goodness. And this isn't a slight on Journey because I know there's a lot of Journey fans out there, and I have and Neil Sean is he's he's awesome. He's amazing. But uh, Def Leppard went on first, and Def Leppard kicked ass. And that was one of the reasons I was able to kind of go to that, because I just I didn't think I was going to be able to make it with the week. And you're going to hear about this week, but the week I was having and what we were doing, we broadcasted before this show. Right, yeah, and, from, from uh, QFM 96, where we're right, right here in Columbus. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So we broadcasted before the Def Leppard and Journey show. And uh, if it wasn't sold out, I mean, there was probably only two empty seats. I mean, it was jam-packed. Haven't seen the shot that packed. In the Shot and Scene Center there in Columbus. I haven't seen it packed like that in a long time for that type of rock show. That's and a it good was cool. pairing. We talked a little bit about that uh, when you interviewed um, Phil, Colin. Phil Colin last week. And, and Phil was amazing. But uh, more so than anything, um, and I've seen Def Leppard in, uh, a ton of times over the years, but really the last time I saw him was about seven or eight years ago. And Joe Elliott, his, the vocals had slipped a little, Greg. They had slipped a little. But he has changed his. He's changed it. He's brought it down a few registers or a register. I, I'm not yeah, a musician. Sure, fact, I don't, I'm not a musician per sure. se, so I don't know exactly what the verbiage is on that. But uh, it sounds good. He sounded really, really good. And, and and I think I didn't stick around for Journey, right? <laughs> yeah. Once again, if Steve Perry's there, me and Dorsey are getting a hotel it's a room. Different. Different. You know, me and Dorsey <laughs> just get a hotel room. We don't give. We don't give two shits. Yeah, we're we're married. Yeah. It's over. So yeah. we'll just we'll get a hotel room. One and, king and two rock twins. Out. It doesn't this, yes, as long as it's got cable, free HBO. That's all we really need. So, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, but I had buddies who went and they, and they liked Journey. They said it was cool and, and Neil was great and all that stuff. But I just, I, it doesn't. That doesn't do it for me. Sure, it just doesn't. 
Well, so. I, again, you know what you're getting. You're, mm-hmm. it's, you're not going to witness something incredible that is going to uh, right, but resonate I, I, for years and years and years. But it's a cool, just fun excuse exactly. to get out and, look, exactly. and and soak in some rock and roll. Right. Yeah, there's one dude alive in Skinner, but yeah. you want to go and sure. have a party. And I get that. Yeah. And the, and yeah, the yeah, ladies yeah, yeah, yeah. wanted to sing yes. their journey. Yep. And I wasn't going to tell them no. <laughs> so I let them do their thing. I rocked out with Def Leppard, and then then I then I scooted. So that's just you know I mean you know I'm honest to a fault. So I didn't want to lead people on and say oh journey is journey just, was this, the best. this journey is amazing. This or, no I I split then. So that was my Tuesday and my Wednesday night of this week. All right, right of this this particular week. On that Saturday, the nights of the rock table. So it was me, Kev, and Doug. Right. We go to Dayton, Ohio, to see. Warrant, Dawkin, all right, yep. and then D. Snyder. Love it. So he's got a new record out. We talked about yes, and D was phenomenal. D, amazing shape, just amazing shape vocally, physically. I mean, he's just good for him, man. Sure. So happy for D. I mean, he just. I mean, honest to God, he he looks like he could probably bounce his own shows. I mean, you know, what I mean, he could be he could run security <laughs> for his own shows. Well, he, yeah, he was on TV on that uh, VH1 stuff for a while there, so. One of my favorite things, and just is really quick, and I'm this is the ADD in me. All right. But my, when I think of D. Snyder, this was when VH1 first kind of started, and uh, D. Snyder was on VH1, and he was hosting this show on the weekends. I remember, and it was uh, Huey Lewis and the News were on there. I probably told this story a million I, I times don't know. on this Let's podcast, but throughout the entire interview, he calls him Huey. Hey, Huey. So from here on out, like my buddies, we were watching this. So like now I, there's a few times where it's like, oh, man, did you hear, you know, Huey, Huey can't hear anymore, man, or, or whatever. It's like whenever there's, whenever a there's Huey, to talk about whenever there's a reason to talk, he's, you know, that Huey has a huge hog, you know, or whatever, or whatever the, whatever you hear about Huey. And it's I did Huey. hear that. It is, but it's, well, yeah, yeah. I can see that. You know. I'm just saying that's what the, anyway, well, that's what the girls say. Huey. So, um, so yeah. So then you had uh, Dokken, Warrant. And then uh, D. Snyder, which was a great night. Uh, the the Warrant thing—that's the first time I've ever seen Warrant without Janie Lane. Uh, and and once again, I knew people that didn't go because mm-hmm. of that. Right. Um, but uh, their singer uh, Robert Mason, I, who I who I'm a fan of, uh, it was tough to kind of hear those songs. But he's a phenomenal singer. And uh, anyway, and that that was a tough one. Dokken, on the other hand, it was okay. Really? Who's, who's okay? it, well, here's the thing. I, I lo- Dawkins one of my favorite bands. Right, they're one of my favorite bands, and I don't go. And and, and people just kind of beat up on Don about his voice. Here's another cat creeping on seventy. When I go see Dawkins, when I go see Don Dawkins, I don't care if he can sing in my dreams like he used to, or hit the part at the end of Alone Again. I go to see Don. Mm-hmm. Don was one of the greatest heavy metal singers ever, ever. I mean, this is a cat in the who presence. was going to take the place of Klaus Mine when Klaus Mine lost his voice. Yeah, and I think the late seventies, early eighties with the Scorpions. He was next in line. He was uh, he was going to take the place, and in fact, uh, he, he does background uh, vocals on the Blackout album, but he did not take that gig, and he went on obviously with Dawkins and had major success. But I don't, I don't, I don't get caught up in all this. They can't sing shit anymore. I, I just don't. You're I, I don't want it to be in the present. I want to go see, see him. Doing. Yeah. I saw yep. him in his yeah. prime. Yeah. I get it. Yep. But I just want to go see Don again. Mm-hmm. All right? So, I was rewarded. Yeah. Not only did this? you see him perform. So, we're hanging out on the outside of this Marriott 
in Dayton. Okay? <laughs> sounds like trouble already. So we're on the outside there, and, and here's the deal. We were staying at a Marriott. I think, I was so drunk, I think this was another Marriott on the other side of Dayton, but I, but there's, like, Kevin and them will help me out with the facts. It was a, it, I think it's something different, but I'm still going to call it a Marriott. Sure. All right. When we figure out what the hell it is. It's all the same. We'll, it we'll, we'll make sure we insert that. So anyway, we're hanging out. We're, uh, uh, all right, this is kind of sad, but we met up with some friends at this other hotel. It got a little rowdy, and we got kicked out. Like, security, yeah, dude, I'm 47. Security came in and removed us from this room because we were getting too loud. The, the Knights of the Rock Table, <laughs> here we all are in our late 40s. Getting kicked out of Getting of kicked out of this hotel, right? So we and what go time out, is this? Like, Oh, you know us, man. This is before we went to a steak and shake. Yeah. You can bet your sweet ass on that. So this was like around midnight. All right, all right, all right. Midnight between 12 and 1. All right? So we go we go outside. We're like, we're going to catch an Uber. There's like four or five of us. So we're going to catch an Uber. And we walk outside. We're like, wow, that was kind of crazy. We just got kicked out. of. That hasn't happened in a long time. We're like, we're like Zeppelin, <laughs> we man. We still got it. Yeah, man. You know? So uh, it's like the riot house, man. This is cool. So we're hanging out. And there's a, uh, there's a patio behind us so there's some chairs and tables and stuff i see a pretty young blonde there then i look over and i see him mm -hmm. then i look at the knights and i say fellas that's don dawkin that's don no. fucking dawkin behind us right yes and ever and everybody's like holy shit Arch, that's don dawkin I'm like i know it is he had this this hot. She was probably half his age, man. This filly he had with her. It was, he, she was cute, right? She gets up and and walks out like she was going to go get another drink or something. It's our chance, boys. <laughs> we walk over. We're like, "Hey, Don, how's it going?" He's like, "Hey, fellas, uh, you know, we we start talking about the show, right? We start talking about the show that you just saw, that we just saw, and everything else, and um, you, you know, it was it was cool, man." It, it, Played Kiss of Death, which was a lot of our uh, some of the guys in the group. That's a that's a top three docking song. We were, we were talking to him about that being in the set list and just talking about stuff. And we kind of sat down and, and some of us kneeled down there where he was sitting, and he totally took it in and like answered our questions. I mean, to the point where he was like, "Holy shit, these guys know a lot about docking. <laughs> these guys know a lot about docking." Now. The end of this is the girl comes back and we all kind of chuckle and said, all right, all right, we're right, out, Don. Yeah, and he yeah, kind of yeah, chuckles yeah. like, thanks guys for not, you know, C blocking me there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, but in the middle of all that, so this conversation, like, five minutes, 20 minutes, I would say, and, and, and like I said, we'll, we'll get De uh, Doug and, and Kev. loaded. You I just was got plowed. kicked out of a hotel. I was plowed. And, uh, you can see my eyes in the pictures. It was, <laughs> it was brutal, but I still knew my docking knowledge, right? I still was <laughs> hey, sharp enough that for that. stuff doesn't go away. And, uh, and, but no, it was cool. And he was super nice to us. And, and so there was this one point and he's sitting at, he's sitting at this table and he's like holding court. Don Dawkins holding court with all with all of us here, yeah, right? There's yeah. the Knights of the Rock Table. There's fucking Don Dawkins, who I picked over Blackie. Yes, you did. By the way, yeah, and that was tough, but I did it. So Don is like, he's smoking cigarettes, which he shouldn't be doing. But whatever, it's fucking Don Dawkins. It's, he's, he's male. He's almost that. 70. Right on. So he's he's smoking cigarettes. He's got his drink, right? But he kind of smokes like your Nana a little bit where he right. puts the- Barely takes he it puts, Well, he no, he puts the, his hands, his hand is kind of straight. How would you tell, how would you explain this to the people listening? Yeah, like, his hands straight out, it's like straight uh, out, uh, and then the cigarette is sticking out of there, and it's like, it's like a 1930s film star, the way they <laughs> they smell, you know. Hey, so, fellas. So he's telling us, and he's like, "Yeah, it's you know, it was tough," and he was talking about what era of Dawkins. 
I said, of course, I came out with under lock and key. I said, under lock and key right into back for the attack. I said, that was when you guys were just, you were in a zone. You were in a zone. He goes, no, man. He goes, no, it was, it was during the tooth and nail period. And mm. he goes, that was when we were hungry. We, you know, we, we did the songs where they were, they were bright, tight and all this stuff. And he said, we were just, and live, he said, we were just live. It was just, no one wanted to go on after us. Nice. And I said, no man, but the, and there I am. I wasn't arguing with Don right, Dawkins, yeah, 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 yeah. but I said, but, but Don, it seemed like the songwriting, I don't want to disagree with you, but it seemed like the songwriting was, was better on those latter records and, mm. and the production was so good. Right. And he goes, and I said, we started talking about that and. And he goes, no, but he explained it. And the more I think about it, he's right. I mean, he is Don Dawkins. So he knows Tooth what he's talking about. Tooth and Nail, their sophomore record. Right. So they, yeah, all right, I get what he's saying. So he said they were hungrier and this, that. We were talking more production and songwriting, but he was he was arguing the songwriting was even better there in the earlier part of Dawkins. So check this out, dude. This is the best part. So we were talking about the breakup. It, right. was, it was brought up. All right, it's not like I went there. But once he once something was talked about, I was like, "All right, so I'm going to bring it up." I said, "There was a song, Walk Away." It was a right. song they recorded. Uh, they put on like the live album or the greatest hits or whatever. But this was the last song. This video from everything we were reading, and I'm telling Don this. I said, "Don, I knew it was over." I said, I, "That song was just still one of my favorite Dawkins songs, but it brings about a, a lot of emotion because I knew you guys were done. I knew it was over." He takes a drag of a cigarette. Are you ready for this, dude? And he goes, it was over long before that, partner. (sighs) (laughs) Yes! And we're all like, we were like, oh, dude, we're kicking each other under the table. Like, what the fuck, man? Did you just hear that? And he just took a drag, and he's like, that was a... It was over long before that. Partner. You guys are just giggling like school kids. So So the chick comes out, and then we scoot. But uh, that was our night in Dayton. I mean, Only seriously. In Dayton, Ohio, the um, Flyers. I have the pictures. If you want, if you want, can we uh, can we put some of the pictures up? We'll put them up uh, with, with this one with the post on QFM96.com. Yeah. You guys got to see it. With, it's cool, with our man. Spotify playlist. Yeah, so we're all hanging out with uh, with with Don Dawkins, and then one last show, and this right. is where it all went down when we ordered the Vinnie Vincent uh, <laughs> tickets. There, this, was, the, this is what caused the uh, drunken steak and shake. Yes, it was it was Lita Ford. And Brett Michaels, they did a free show at Z Fest, uh, you know, the old Zucchini Fest. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say the old because I mean it's still, still going on, yeah. but they've kind of repackaged it, it and yeah. branded that with the music part. And this is out in Obets, Ohio. And, and let me just say this: those people that run that are amazing. Cool, they're yeah, amazing. Uh, they, they brought Ted Nugent last year, and that was a great show. Uh, this year they brought Brett Michaels and, and, and Lita. Lita Ford, and it was phenomenal. It was so it was such a good show. Such a good show. Lita sounded awesome. The drummer for Lita is a guy by the name of Bobby Rock, who was the drummer in Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Mm -hmm. And don't think that my drunk ass wasn't yelling out Vinnie Vincent songs uh, in between uh, (laughs) Brett breathing and talking to the crowd. So that got a little old for some of the people around us. They're like, we don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're talking about, you dipshit drunk DJ. So anyway, but He's that was the only dude who knows. So, yeah, so that was the end of uh, of the really the kind of the summer tour here in Central Ohio as far as the '70s and '80s hard rock and, and shit that we love to talk about on, on this show. Uh, Brett Michaels and Lita Ford. And, That's great. And, and and Lita, as much as everybody wants to slobber over Brett and 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 the whole you know Sunset Strip scene, Lita and I'm not bagging on Joan Jett or any of the other Runaways, but Lita's kind of the the forgotten one, man. And she's she is she is. She's rock royalty, and and I and I love Joan. Don't get me wrong, I love Double J and her Blackhearts. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 boy. Lita was like more of the metal chick 
from the Runaways, and she's the one that kind of, and she's a kick-ass guitar player, man. I just love Lita to death. She's a sweetheart too. Did she by play the way. guitar? Yes. Right on stage. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah I mean that BC that. Rich. She brought it out, and she did the uh, the Runaway song, Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. So well, it was gonna, cool. We're gonna add that to the Spotify. We've playlist. We've got to add that yeah, to the yeah, Spotify yeah, yeah. Play- playlist. So here's the deal, brother. As we wrap this episode up, which I think this was a great state of the vinyl address. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap but, it up the summer concert but, series. But here's the thing. This is the most important part of this program. This info we're gonna throw out right now. That's right. Two live recordings. In the vinyl analysis future, this is going to be fun. All we do on vinyl analysis is get drunk and talk about rock and roll, mm-hmm. and we're giving you two opportunities to do that with us. Yes. First up, September twenty fifth. Yeah, and that is at a, a brand new place in Columbus, Craft uh, and Vinyl. Yeah, uh, cool. It's on West Fifth, cool right? Yeah, in, in Grandview. Uh, our boy Troy over there opened up this uh, little store. It's a there's a beer counter. Go on. Talk to me, Troy. I like where you're going with this. Craft beer. Yes. Some, I think, Great Lakes on tap. And then there's a record store. <laughs> that is... And one. What a great idea, and Troy. And he also he even has a little recording studio space. So, Stop uh, he's, it. He's got a really cool thing going on. It's only been open for maybe a month. But so, we're looped in there, and we're going to be doing a live show there on the 25th. Exactly. And, and if you are in the Columbus, Ohio area, and we're giving you a couple weeks here, well, a week, really, when this thing drops, but... It's still, we're going to be hitting it hard, letting everybody mm-hmm. know, all of our friends and all of our uh, vinyl analysis uh, listeners out there know it's about awesome. this. It's, what a cool idea. You know, you have a couple beers, thumb through some records, listen to us talk about bullshit. It's going to be fun. Yeah, Doug Blessing uh, from the band Rock House and also one of the knights of the Rock Table will be joining us. And uh, we're going to do We're going to do the first Wasp record. Love we're going to do that for, yeah, Kevin, you know, broke our heart. Kevin's, uh, Ke- Kevin's daughter, she's a senior, she's a hell of a volleyball player. So she's got, uh, she's her senior year. So Papa Bear ain't gonna, yeah, ain't no, there's no Knights of the Rock table that's gonna draw him away from this big moment for him. So uh, we said, look, here's the thing. Doug and I are still gonna kind of do a final analysis and we're gonna do a Wasp record, but we're not calling it the Knights of the Rock table because it's, it's not it's the just Knights. A, it's just a live vinyl it's analysis. Not without him. Yeah. Without him. I so. got you. Yeah. He's the heart and soul, man. He's It'll be a freaking fun. drummer. And yeah, his if, one-liners. If you're there, we'll, we'll shoot the shit with you. Maybe you got some questions. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll come, have some fun. It's going we'll to be some a, fun. a good little excuse to get drunk. Now, back to the Knights of the Rock table. October 26th. Now, we're still working on a place to do the show, and we will pass that along, and hopefully we'll have that info uh, on at that September 25th date. But uh, Bogarts. Is going to be hosting the Hair Nation tour. Love you it. got uh, Jack Russell's Great White, the Bullet Boys, and Enough's Enough. We're going to be going to that show. It's October 26th. In fact, we gave away tickets mm-hmm. at one of our Knights of the Rock Table uh, episodes. We gave away tickets, so we'll have some um, some listeners there going down with us. There's got to be a better way to say that, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> Ralph? Right? Yeah. So anyway, so we're heading down there October 26th, and we're going to kind of, there's a couple different venues where we're trying to work out a, a deal with we'll see which one works best yeah but come on down buy a ticket come hang out shoot the shit you might you know when we're drunk and uh, getting kicked out of the marriott or you never know shake, you never know uh what will happen exactly i mean we be, we could be doing uh jello shots with chips enough and you might miss it if you don't hook up with the vinyl analysis <laughs> game. I, I really think right? that, that should, we should make that happen <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm in. I'm in. It's not like I haven't drank with Chip before, man. I'll do it again. Don't even. Don't even tempt me. So there you go, man. I think this was a great state of the vinyl address. Don't you think? Brother? Love it. Love it. And uh, like always, follow us on Instagram under Vinyl Analysis. 
uh, subscribe at iTunes and rate and review us. We always love it when you do that because when be kind, yeah. Well, come well, on, man. Well, I'm a fucking family. Come man. on, but but when you people rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and and all these other things that we kind of go up in, in, in the rankings and people just stumble across right us on. and more you you're helping us be exposed to more people. Let's get ranked higher. Let's get into the playoffs this year. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's shock the nation. <laughs> Says the uh, Seahawks fan. <laughs> oh, ouch. Uh, Why would you go there? Russell just got sacked again. While we were having it like five times yeah. during this entire show. He got so- on a sacked Tuesday another night. five times <laughs> on, t- on a Tuesday, which is weird. That's how bad their line is. So, for producer Greg Hansberry, yep. I am Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. As always, stay frosty. <laughs> over long before that, partner.